This is the Crescent Project, bringing you powerful teaching, testimony, and truth about God's miraculous movement in the Muslim world and how we as Christians can join Him in this kingdom work. I'm Matt Bonner, and I serve as a regional director with the Crescent Project, a national Christian ministry focused on equipping the church to share the gospel with Muslims. You can find us online at crescentproject.org. Welcome to Crescent Project Radio. Uh, today we're delving into a really touching story that has impacted Crescent Project and many people around the world. Uh, it's a story about living a life uh, that is costly uh, for God, and it's about walking with God, trusting with God through the tough times. And uh, we are talking about the story of Ronnie and Anita Smith, uh, who went over to uh, Benghazi, Libya, to serve the Libyan people and to love them and to serve as ambassadors you know, for Jesus and to just to share the love of God with them. And uh, we're talking with Anita, uh, Ronnie's wife, and we're talking with her about their experience over there and what they experienced and um, talking with her about the, the, the challenges and, of course, the tragedy that struck them uh, in December, on December 5th of 2013. Uh, Ronnie was, was shot and killed uh, while jogging near their home in Libya. And uh, Anita and their son had already come home for Christmas. And so uh, they received that shocking and terrible news and had been dealing with that over the last year and uh, been processing through that. And, but Anita has been an amazing picture of Christ through all this. And so we were talking with her about that, and we were just about to um, uh, get into that here today for the second segment. So, Anita, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Matt. Uh, it's great to have you on. Well, I want to uh, talk about uh, how you responded uh, to this awful news uh, of losing Ronnie and, and what that was like for you. I, I know that a week later, on December 12th, you, you released an incredibly powerful open letter to Libyan people. And I want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. I, I want to, In fact, I want to share an excerpt of that because I thought that really was an amazing uh, thing that you did and it spoke volumes uh to 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 the world really to, to libya and to the world uh, about reconciliation and, yeah. and, and god's love and so so i want to just read yeah. uh, just a little bit of that here uh you had some kind of talked about you know how you and ronnie got there and a little bit how you why you came and things and then you had a specific message to the attackers and then to the libyan people and, I'm, and that's where i want to pick up here you said to yeah. his to his attackers I love you and I forgive you. How could I not? For Jesus taught us to love our enemies, not to kill them or seek revenge. Jesus sacrificed his life out of love for the very people who killed him, as well as for us today. His death and resurrection opened the door for us to walk on the straight path to God in peace and forgiveness. Because of what Jesus did, Ronnie is with Jesus in paradise now. Jesus did not come only to take us to paradise when we die but also to bring peace and healing on this earth. Ronnie loved you because God loves you. Ronnie loved you because God loved him, not because Ronnie was so great, but because God is so great. And then the letter continues to the Libyan people. I always expected that God would give us a heart to love you, but I never expected you to love us so much. We came to bless you, but you have blessed us much more. Thank you. Thank you for your support and love for Ronnie and our our son and me. Since Ronnie's death may love since since Ronnie's death, my love for you has increased in ways that I never imagined. I feel closer to you now than ever before. I hear people speaking with hate, anger, and blame over Ronnie's death, but that's not what Ronnie would want. Ronnie would want his death to be an opportunity for us to show one, one another love and forgiveness because that's what God has shown us. I want all of you, 
all the people of Libya to know I am praying for the peace and prosperity of Libya. May Ronnie's blood shed on Libyan soil encourage peace and reconciliation between the Libyan people and God. Sincerely, Anita Smith. Mm-hmm. How in the world? I mean, that, that is just powerful. How in the world were you able to write such an amazing letter of love and reconciliation in the midst of what must have been just excruciating pain and grief? Um, I, I mean, those first couple of weeks, it was just extreme shock. And, and I felt like maybe just like a strange surge of energy, uh, just wanting to immediately not feel defeated and not be defeated and not show that the attackers that, um, you know, that we've been defeated in any way. But instead, I wanted to respond with what Christ would respond with. Mm-hmm. And he would say, hey, I know you guys did this to us. And um, if we're your enemies, because if we're your enemies or a threat to you in terms of um, why they would do this to Ronnie, well, we're going to respond with the gospel, which is we're going to love you, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to forgive you. Mm. Um, and so I, in those first few weeks, I really wanted to uh, just respond, I mean, respond in that way. I felt if media stations were coming to talk to us and to the family, well, the thing that if I had my chance to be able to say anything on the media, it was going to be, this is what's different about Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he us not to respond with revenge or hate, but it's to love and forgive. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, it's none of me. Um, I really believe that it was the spirit of God doing this in me because I don't have that propensity to do that. Because we're all humans, our natural inclination would be to get angry and to respond with hate. Sure. Um, and. And I really, and I'm very, very grateful that the Lord continues to give me um, a heart to want to pray for them Mm -hmm. and to pray that they would um, know who God is and to repent for what happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm. Wow. That's how I want to respond. That's awesome. How was it received? I mean, what what kind of response have you gotten? Um. I mean, from our from our close friends and family and the church, it was kind of the obvious mm-hmm. of, yeah, this is how we need to respond. Even though, even though a lot of our friends did say they were really angry, sure, but that they didn't they didn't want to be angry. They sure. they were praying, God, give me a heart that, uh, you know, to love the men that did this, and even towards God, you know, and not understanding God, why would you do this? It was also, you know, some confusion, some anger um, that friends and I discussed with God, just not understanding. Right. And and I, and I know it's okay and healthy for us to get angry at God, and um, I haven't really personally had anger with God, um, and I guess maybe that's God's grace again. I sure. definitely have had... Um, just uh, for sure, like confusion and just asking him why mm-hmm. um, and just wishing that this wasn't how it was going to be and asking him to help me trust him mm-hmm. because I didn't under, I still don't understand fully why. Sure. Um, but in responses outside of our friends and family, um, I would say the, uh, for example, our Libyan um, friends, um, that's been mixed. It's been a lot of them have been saying, "Wow, thank you so much for 
um, not blaming this on the Libyan people, mm-hmm. them realizing um, this isn't what the, the general Libyan um, people would have wanted at all, not at all. Mm-hmm. And um, they were surprised by it. I remember a neighbor of mine saying, I saw that you forgave the attackers. I don't understand. And so, I, again, I would just give them the same thing that I just told you, that this is what, this is why Jesus is different, is because we are to love those who hurt us and to pray for them. And so that's been received in a confusing way as well. But sure. I'm just confused, saying, uh, we heard what you said on TV, but we don't understand. We hate them, or we wish, you know, that, um, I mean, in, in general, like the general uh, natural feeling would be we wish, you know, something would happen to them type thing. Right, right, absolutely. Um, but wow. it just gives us another, me, another opportunity um, to say, like, it, I mean, I would rather have Ronnie back, but this is what I guess Jesus wants me to show, and he's given me the heart to do this. Mm, absolutely, man. That's amazing. Now, the exposure was wide. I mean, it went it went far. It went, like, all the way th- throughout the Middle East. I mean, stories ran. I saw his, uh, in, in the course in Libya. It ran in Egypt, Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Singapore, Lebanon, and Pakistan, uh, to name a few, mm-hmm. uh, where it ran. I mean, that's incredible. I mean, did you did you ever expect it to go so yeah. far, I mean, and, and have such an impact? No. Um, I wasn't really, no, thinking of, like, like who would hear about it type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely hope that it went to the right hearers and whoever saw it, that it would just cause them to remember why Jesus is different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, God knows who he sent that to. So I pray that it would be people that would be changed. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the fact that you even spoke, uh, I saw one one clip where you, you spoke directly to the people, like in their language, like you spoke in Arabic, and I that had to have had a huge made a huge difference. Um, yeah, I mean, I hope so. Um, I guess with any any culture, just once you can speak with their native tongue, it just really brings down the wall, a barrier. And um, I really wanted to say it in Arabic that um, that we love our Libyan family and friends, and that I would never think that they have they would want this, and we miss you. Mm. And um, to the attack, I did say in Arabic to the attackers that. I love you and I forgive you because Christ forgave me and mm. I know I can forgive you because um, he calls us to love our enemies and pray for them. So mm. being able to say it in Arabic um, is, I think, from what I've heard from our friends and family overseas, it's been really touching because I spoke to them in their language. Yes. Mm. Yeah, very touching. Man, spoke right to yeah. the heart. That's just amazing. How do you think the people there uh, will remember you? Um, in Libya, you mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I I want them to remember us as like Ronnie and Nita who wanted to come and help help bring peace and hope to them through God. I don't. Um, and I said in one of the interviews, I don't want to be remembered as you know the the fun. I don't want Ronnie to be remembered as the fun chemistry teacher or the one that all the kids really liked. Um, so I really want to be remembered as the family who wanted to come and help rebuild. 
mm-hmm. Libya. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, with the hope and love of God. Sure. Absolutely. Are you able to take any solace or comfort in knowing that many Muslims have likely been impacted by by the gospel, you know, through through Ronnie's life and ultimate death? Um, it, it definitely does bring comfort um, when I've heard of stories of um, either Muslims, you know, being in shock of hearing the type of uh, message of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, I mean, it, it is comforting, but I think it's just a natural tendency for me to think that but I would still rather have Ronnie back. Yeah. I and I know it's out of my, you know, it's out of my flesh and sin that I rather have what's better for me than what's better for the glory of God. And I don't want, I don't want that. I know that's the process of me struggling with God. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it is still comforting because I want them to know, mm-hmm. you know, the, the gospel of Jesus. Sure, sure. Yeah, I just have to think that many uh, have likely turned uh, to consider Christ or at least look at him, uh, be- even just because of your response. I mean, the way that you responded. Um, I just, And it seems really that, that you'll never know, you know, just, just how many Muslims will, will yeah. join us in eternity because of this, you know, Christ-like response and handling of his death. So do you have any thoughts about yeah. that? Uh, yeah, I think of that often. And, and, not, and not just Muslims, just in general, all of the world, what, whoever can be impacted by it. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I, I, I know that God won't, that this won't be in vain, and that God will produce fruit out of it. Sure. Um, but it's a matter of God's timing, and maybe I won't see it in my lifetime, and that, and I do want to see it in my lifetime. Um, just, I guess, it, because I just do, and I want to see. Well. You know, losing Ronnie was a huge, the biggest cost that I've ever lost. Mm -hmm. He was my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, yeah, I think of it often, but I know there's, I mean, God has so many promises of just showing us that um, those who reap will sow. Those who sow, I'm sorry, those who sow will reap. Absolutely. And I can bank on his promises. Amen. Amen. I want to talk about your a couple of your interviews. I, I noticed uh, had a pr- interview to Anderson Cooper on CNN. I I, I just uh, I couldn't help but think that that he was clearly impacted by the gospel and, and your obedience to live it out. I mean, I could clear, I could see his reaction. He was just he was stunned, and he I mean, just that he, yeah. that you would allow God's spirit to shine through you, and and he he saw that. I just ha, have you thought about the impact your interviews have likely had on, on even those interviewing, like like you know, like Anderson Cooper. Um, I haven't thought about it too much until I started talking to friends and family about the actual interview process mm-hmm. of, of when they asked me, you know, how was Anderson Cooper, what was he like? And he was, wow, he was a really nice guy, very, very compassionate. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I mean, I really hope that, yeah, that they would be impacted. They they interviewed so many people and they hear so many crazy stories of, you know, other stories that are very inspiring. So I really pray and hope that um, they wouldn't forget this particular one. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
Well, I, I noticed a, a wide variety of comments at the end of the stories posted around the world. Most of them centered on yeah. forgiveness. You know, there's a lot, a lot of talk about forgiveness and all of the stories and the, the news stories are written. And it, it really seems to have sparked quite a discussion, you know, about this amazing biblical command, yeah. you know. Um, what do you think about that? I mean, what do you think about the fact that, that, that your letter and the story has sparked such a, a vast and far-reaching conversation about forgiveness? What, do you, what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, I do. Uh, I mean, I remember uh, in general, like comments about, oh, that's being really naive, mm-hmm. or uh, being they're being they're brainwashed, mm-hmm. um, or they're in denial. She's in denial, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. And none of that was uh, none of that was offensive to me. It's just, nor- um, I guess, a normal response. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, uh, I mean, even on CBS. They did ask me, do you think that you guys were naive, right. that you guys went there? And Ronnie and I knew from the beginning that we were going somewhere dangerous. Mm-hmm. And, um, of course, we wouldn't have wanted it this way, but we recognized that we were going in a war zone and that one of us could get, or all of us, could die or get kidnapped or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really clinging to God in, before that moment and during that moment if it were to happen and wanting and just praying, God, please don't let us fall away if anything were to happen. Sure. Um, that's, been a, that's been actually a really big prayer of mine, especially from the book of Hebrews, mm-hmm. is not falling away whenever suffering comes through. Mm-hmm. Um, and just not drifting away from God despite the circumstances. So... Um, that's been a, even a continued prayer of mine, just asking the Lord, please don't let, don't give up on me, because I can't hold on. The Lord's got to hold me, mm. type thing. Mm. Wow. Um, That's... We weren't naive. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew this was a risk. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's uh, that's powerful. Um, your mention of the Hebrews and everything. That's um, really, really. Powerful. What? Tell me about your son. How is he doing? And how has he, how has he processed uh, the loss of his of his father? It's got to be tough. Yeah. Well, so he was two and a half when it happened. So now he's three and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I told him from the very beginning. Um, I have I have a couple friends that are bereavement counselors with with children. Yeah. So they were um, recommending to me that. They knew it was going to be completely hard for me to tell Hosea, but to even say from the very beginning what's happened to uh, Ronnie. Um, so I told him from the beginning, you know, Daddy's not coming home. He's in heaven. Um, and he doesn't understand when he was four and a half, obviously. But I would repeat that to him every night, and we would pray. Mm. Um, but kind of just to... And I, I talk about Ronnie every day, and just... In whatever sense, whether it's talking about his favorite food or something that him and Hosea did, anything, um, just in order to give Hosea uh, the ability to feel that it's safe to talk about Ronnie and it's safe to ask questions. Right. Um, and he and he knows the story of how he died because each time he asks about it, I say, "Well, if we're going to talk about it." Um, what, what are we going to do? And then he knows that, well, let's pray for the attackers. Mm. So I want to show him, even though I know he doesn't fully understand, 
um, like, let's pray for the, the men that killed Daddy, and let's pray that Jesus will give them a new heart to, to repent. Mm, mm. Wow. That's powerful. So I don't know what his three-and-a-half-year-old mind is thinking. But. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow, that's amazing. Mm. Well, how about you? Tell us, tell us about how you're doing, and, and how have you been able to process through this? Um, well, since it's been nearly a year, um, it's just really felt like living this past year has felt like living still in week one in terms of uh, like learning about Ronnie dying. Um, the shock goes back and forth. Um, I mean, obviously it's a reality now, but I, sometimes I still have to like tell myself the truth mm-hmm. that he yeah, is gone. Um, and it's, I mean, it still feels very fresh. Mm. Uh, like I said, it feels like this entire year has felt like it's been week one lasting for a year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. we're, I mean, ever since coming back to the United States, life has been very busy in terms of activities and errands and things to do and just a lot of things that have to be done in regards to Ronnie's death. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like I'm just going through the motions of things in order to just pass the day. Mm. And, um, yeah, I, I just feel like I'm just wanting to get through the day mm. so that I can get back to bedtime so mm. that I could rest. Mm. You can only imagine. Well, I want to, yeah. um, I want to, we're, we're unfortunately out of time. Uh, it's been a great discussion and uh, so appreciate you sharing and just being so candid and, and how you yeah. share this difficult experience. And I want to ask you how we can, how, how the body of Christ can support you and, and how we can pray for you as we wrap up. Uh, thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I would, um, I would love prayer in being able to, for Hosea and I, for both of us, and for our family and friends to be able to use this suffering in order to cause us to uh, live harder for Christ and run harder and like endure and persevere to a greater extent than than before, and that it wouldn't cause us to fall back or give up or feel defeated, mm-hmm. but to really use the suffering in order to deepen our faith and our love for Christ and wanting Him to be known among all the nations. Mm. I don't. I don't want it to be wasted. That, I mean, that does come my thoughts. I don't want this to be wasted. Sure. Absolutely. Mm. Well, we can certainly pray about yeah. that. And, uh, wow, definitely will. Well, let's, uh, let's, let's close in prayer. Thank you again for, for being on with us. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Lord, thank you so much for Anita. Thank you for her powerful witness. Thank you for the way that you have spoken through her and used her to shine a light to, towards the gospel and to elevate you and to, to, to really proclaim your forgiveness and your gospel message. So we pray, God, that that message will continue to go forth and continue to be proclaimed loudly and boldly. God, we pray for her healing, uh, for continued healing and wholeness. And God, we do pray for her perseverance, and we pray for um, their conviction to continue uh, forward and to be strong and to be uh, just bold in, in really their, their life moving forward as they want to be, Lord, and that, that his life, Ronnie's life and his sacrifice uh, will not be in vain, Lord, that it will be used to 
to spread the gospel and to spread uh, the church there in Libya, Lord. And we just uh, pray and give thanks in advance for how you're going to do that. And um, we just uh, thank you for this time today, and we pray that you would use this show to the advancement of your gospel. And uh, we thank you in the powerful, glorious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. And once again, this is the Crescent Project, bringing you powerful teaching, testimony, and truth about God's miraculous movement in the Muslim world and how we as Christians can join him in this kingdom work. I'm Matt Bonner, and I serve as a regional director with the Crescent Project, a national Christian ministry focused on equipping the church to share the gospel with Muslims. We believe we have a hope worth sharing. You can find us online at crescentproject.org. We hope you join us again next time on The Crescent Project.